We'll get more into that. Let's not keep our guest waiting um, any longer right now because it is a flashback Friday and we do want to get into our interview with Ndate Titus Mamabulu, a legendary runner back in the day. It is a fast, fascinating story and um, I believe there is a book being written about it, but let's see how much we can get and find out about this story. If you don't know about Ndate Titus Mamabulu, then don't go anywhere. Some of these voice notes I'm seeing, if we have time at the end of the show, we'll play them. But Ndate Mamabulu, good evening and thank you, sir, for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Good evening, sir. Yes, are you well? Are you still running, Dr. Mamabul? I am all right. I'm still running, but just running for fun. Hey, hey. and how many kilometers do you run for fun? How, 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 and what's, what distance do you run? I'm just running for fun. Uh, Ten kilometers in the morning, every, every morning. Do you time yourself? Yeah, just keep myself fit because I'm not uh, going to the races anymore. And what times are you doing for 10 kilometers in that time? No, no, I'm just running. Oh, just you don't, you don't time yourself. No, just, uh, just training. No, that's good. Roughly, good. roughly, roughly one hour. <laughs> one hour for a 10K? Yeah, one hour, five kilometers uh, going there and then coming back five kilometers, which is 10, uh, 10 is only one hour. And how old are you now? Take it easy. Eight or now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you are running an hour. Oh, yes. That is, yes. That is incredible, mm. but but I, I can't say I'm surprised because you hold the master's record in the marathon, yes. a world yes. record time. Of the, world, the world record. Since 1991. Yeah, this is 1991. Even now, nobody broke that record. Two hours? Uh, two hours. 19 minutes? Then, 90 minutes, uh, 28 seconds. 28 seconds. 28 seconds. How proud of you of that record? You know, that time I was 50. When I was turning 50, mm. then yeah, I broke that record, 1991. And is, is it something that makes you proud? Are you happy to be the record holder? Yes, I'm very, I'm very happy because nobody broke it now. I'm still record holder now. I wonder if anybody will break it and run 219 uh, at the age of I, 50. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Even if I check the record until today, nobody broke that record. Yeah, that because will... when I, 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 I break that record, really, I was just flying. I was flying. <laughs> and on that day, did you intentionally go out to break that record? Did you want yes, the record? Yes, because, yes. I, told my, I asked my, my manager... That he must find out what is the record for five uh, thousand uh, for the marathon that year. Then he told me that it was uh, two hours twenty oh uh, five. Then I said I'm going to break it. I said no, you cannot break it. He said, really, I broke that record. Is it true that you made them announce before the race that you want to break the record? Yes, because I knew that I trained very, I trained very hard, very hard, and then I said I'm going to break that one. And really, I broke that record. That is amazing. At the age of 52 hours, 19 minutes, yes. and 28 seconds. You can check it out. It's there in all yeah, the official even the, even the Even the Alza Marathon, mm. uh, City to, I mean, uh, uh, Two Oceans Marathon, 56, 56 kilometers. I broke the record. Three hours, 36 seconds. And how old were you then? Uh, I was, uh, was 19. I was, 19, I was 50. 50 also. Yeah, 50 also. That is incredible. And let's trace your journey, Dr. Titus Mamabulo. Um, Sorry? Let's trace just back your journey. How, yes. When and how did you start running? You are from Kamulepo, right? Uh, 
Ja, Ramelepo, mein Village ist Rasewati Village und dann ist where I start running at school. Mm. Yeah. And then I believe it was only then when you got to Pretoria that you started running a bit more seriously. Yeah, in 1965 I started in Pretoria. Uh, it was just a mile, not a, 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 the kilometers. It was just around the first, mi- first mile in Pretoria, Mamelodi location. Mm. Then I came second, mm. uh, was beaten by uh, Edwin Sushid. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. I was beaten by him. And then from there, he just come to me and then, where are you coming from? I said, I'm coming from Peter's Wakefield, no man. If you can train hard, then nobody will beat you in the world. I said, how can you say that? Because I train on Wesley. He said, eh, we train every day. Then I started training every day. Then the, the first day we met, we ran together, I beat him. <laughs> <laughs> after, after you started training now? Yeah, I started training every day. Then when we go to the championships in Velkom, mm. I beat him, he came second, I came first. Mm. And because it was the 60s in that Mamabulo, were you just running in blacks only competitions at that time when you started in Mamelodi? Yeah, it was only black running alone. Because the black runner ran alone, white people ran alone. Then we just tried, we ran together in 1971, the first malnutrition in South Africa in Cape Town. Mm. I came third, and again, I'm the, I'm the only black man who get a bronze. I came third. Mm. But yeah, from there. Yes. Yeah, from there I just ran every race. Came first, 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 right through. Then 1973, I went to overseas, uh. cross country. I won all cross countries, and then coming back June, going back to overseas in Europe, England, Scotland, Italy, Belgium, even Brazil. All people, I, I beat them. Wow, that is incredible! And when you were still yeah. running in blacks only competitions, were uh, you were no, you were you aware? Did you know about the first multi shirts were black and white? Yeah, and but where we we ran together. Yes, but before that, were you aware yes. that there were white runners around? Were you looking at their times before you ran against them? No, 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 no. You no, couldn't no. get that information. No, no, I didn't get that information. We are only chosen. Uh, by black uh, athletes that we are going to represent the black runners at the multiracial. Wow. So we were black runners, 16 runners, when we go to run in Cape Town, representing the black runners. Yeah. That let's, is where I came, uh, I came set in the 5,000 meters. Yeah. Let's talk about one of the biggest races. When people talk about you, they always talk about the 1974 SA Open, right? Yes, 5,000 yes. meters. Yeah, 5,000 meters away, we ran in Cape Town. Then, uh, uh, because we start in Victoria, yeah. then I ran 1,005. Then we went to Port Elizabeth, I ran 5,000. Because my enemy, is, it was not my enemy, my friend, mm. the white man. Bonzet. Uh, yeah, Ewell Bonzet. Mm. He was afraid of me. Then when I, I ran 1,000, he ran five. When I ran five, he ran 1,000. Then until in Cape Town, because they're supposed to choose a team, to represent uh, South Africa in overseas, they forced him to run with me. Then I ran with him, but I know that he's going to run something. Then that's why uh, when I, I tried to I run with him, uh, he tried to block me. Then mm. I said, no, if he can just run like this until the last lap, 
I'm sure that I'm going to beat him. And really, the last lap, he just come in front of me, blocked me. That's why the people said, I beat him. I didn't beat him, I pushed him. <laughs> <laughs> I pushed him and then I passed, I won the race. Then he came to me, then he apologized. And then that's why we went to oversee with him. Yeah. And by winning yeah. that race then, is it correct to say you became the first black champion in the 5,000 meters he in South Africa? the first black man in South Africa to beat, to get the title in South Africa. Yeah. Also, 1977, I get the first black man to get the Springbok in South Africa. And also, 1978, I was the first South African to be invited in London to get uh, international mm. uh, award. Vela in sports in yeah. 1978. I met uh, John, John, you know, John, uh, uh, John, we say John, Elton John. You see, the Elton John. Yes, I was with him there. You can see the picture uh-huh. somewhere. I was with him. I was with uh, Elton John there. Then where I get that award. Whoa. And then 90, yeah, 19, the same 1978, I went to run in Brazil, Sao Paulo. I was invited there. I was the first, the first South African to run in Brazil, 1978. Hmm. But and I want to go back. I, I want to go back to that race in 1974 with with Ponzet. So oh, you saying Ponzet. that he was trying to at the, at that time he was the record holder, right? Yeah, he was the record holder. And you saying he, he was trying to block you? Record. Yeah, he tried to block me, so which I mustn't break his record. Huh. So, but I break that record because I beat him. He came second, but he was dis- disqualified because he tried to boot me to 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 block me. Then the the the, the, the other white man uh, from Italy try. Uh, uh, what is the name that man? He came second, and Matos Matoli came third. Then I beat him in Cape Town. So, do you think it was dirty tactics from him? Yeah. Yes. 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 And was it also because maybe you were a black runner and he didn't want to lose to a black man? Yeah, because you, see, you can see he was afraid of me. Mm. Uh, you see, when we go to overseas before, when we go to overseas, they told him that if you run a race in overseas, Titus Marvolo mustn't beat you. Why? Because he's a black man. Oh. That's why even when we were at overseas, he didn't run with me because he knew that I'm going to beat him. But the, 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 the many, his manager is going to blame you. Why did us beat you? That's why when we are in overseas, he didn't try to run with me. Every time when we go to the race, he said, Titus, which race are you going to run? I say 1,005. He said, all right, wow. he ran five. When we go to the another race, he said, which race are you going to run? I say five, he ran 1,005. Until the last day when we were in uh, West Germany, uh, the town called uh, Stuttgart. Mm, mm. The race was only 3,000 for me and for him. So in South Africa, he didn't run 3,000. He was the champion of South Africa, uh, record holder of 3,000 in South Africa. Then he came to me and said, Titus, are you going to run? I said, yes, I'm going to run. The manager said, Titus, that race is too fast. You cannot run. I said, no, I'm fit. I'm going to run that race. He said, he told the other runner, Titus said he's going to run today. Both said, coming to me and said, Titus, don't worry, I'll help you. Then he knew that he's going to beat me because it's 3,000. Then I beat him. I came second from my Tilagori of uh, America. I came second. It's where the first day he gave me the hand. He's calculated me to say, that was well done. 
Sure. All the rights he didn't even give me <laughs> Ah, what a sore loser there. I'm glad you yeah. beat him. Just just hang in there. We've got somebody else on the line who shares the same, right. same name as you. Uh, a renowned right. journalist and editor, Matilane Mamabulo. Oh, who, Matilane Mamabulo. Is my, yes, he's my son. <laughs> yeah, no wonder he runs like this. Have you seen him run, this guy? Yes, yes, yes. I'm still yes. He's my son, Matilane Mamabulo. <laughs> Brad Jakes, good evening. Thanks for speaking to us. Sure, sure, Tavi. So good evening to you. Good evening, Papa. Hello, Papa. Mm. How are you, Manaka, my son? Ron, Ron. Ron, Manaka. Brad Jakes, you have become a serious runner. We know you as a sports journalist. You take running so seriously now that you even take part in international competitions. It's clear to see then where the genes come from, right? Yeah, no, we, we the Mama Bolos are created to run, eh? <laughs> it's, it's natural. And there's Ludwig also, comrade yeah, champion. Comrade yeah, Ludwig Mamabolo, yeah, he's my cousin. Yeah. But, but Jakes, on a more serious note, I mean, the story of Ndata Titus Mamabolo is unbelievable. It is fascinating. And what do you make of it as somebody now who runs also and is a journalist? Look, I mean, gr- growing up, um, you know, we, we always knew what Titus Mamabolo was a runner. Um, I mean, as as Malumina, I grew up on uh, with his children, um, and a lot of us. I mean, you know, you inspired, but not really, hey, because it's at the time it was all football. But now, um, I mean, since I started talking to Papa, I I I thought I knew what he had achieved, but uh, speaking to him, I realized what I I knew very little. It's I think um, you know, uh, Papa is is a legend of South African running, and and I feel we as South Africans are actually losing out on on learning from a man like him. And sometimes it pains me to 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 see that like the province, um, the the Athletic South Africa Association, are letting people like him just you know go to waste. Uh, can you imagine if, if Papa Titus was being used to coach school kids around Kajona, these things, and, and just knowing that you are coached by somebody who has achieved just so much, is bound to inspire. But I think it's, it's, it's that. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that with the new change, go ASA, uh, people like Wundate Titus, Matthew Swatswadi, and all other legends of South African running, will be brought in to help and inspire new new generation runners. Well, the obvious question is going to come, and it's going to be, why are we not documenting these stories, especially with you as a journalist? Yeah, I know that. I mean, but I look, Nale Papa, we, we have actually finished doing our interviews of his book because huh? um, um, a few years ago, uh, Papa's daughter, Kujo, may her soul rest in peace. She passed on just recently this year. Mm. Um, Kujo has always been passionate about stories of Papa being told. Um, she traveled. She's the one who would take Papa to radio stations for interviews and all that. And the other day she said, Marakazi, you are sitting here. Why don't we do stories of Papa? And I, you know, it just made sense. So we, we are actually in the process of recording, um, just doing an autobiography of Papa. Uh, that is amazing. And Tata Mamabula, how do you feel about somebody documenting your story and writing an autobiography, a book about you? Is it still there?
Ndata Mamabolo. Just read my history. Sorry, just repeat that. We lost you there. No, I feel uh, uh, he just finished that book. I'll just keep on reading that, my history. <laughs> and is it a long time? Have you been waiting for somebody to write a book for you? How does yes, it make you yes, feel? Yes, 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 yes. Yes, because the other the, the, the other uh, uh, journalists, they just reading. You can see that the other, the other ones, the veteran athletes still at his best. He, calls, he talk about me. So mm. the other one, he said, age does not worry Titus Mawagolo. So the other one said, international athlete per excellent, talking about Titus Mawolo. And the other one said, Titus Mawolo is like a fine wine. He, he simply gets better with age. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the other journalist who, ran, who write these newspapers. And, and have you been honored where you are from, especially in your province of Limpopo? No, no, I'm still waiting for the... the um, uh, uh, Tandim, Tandim, Ragetu, me to honor me. But he promised to honor me, but now from 19, uh, 2018, he promised to honor me even today. That's why I said, you journalists, please talk to her to honor me. Because I, I was honored in uh, 2018 in Bloemfontein. I get uh, Steve to at the uh, award, uh, Life Award. Mm. Then he uh, then they told Tandim uh, Rage to, to award me at Limpopo. But mm. now she cannot do it. I don't know what's happening with her. Ha, ha. So you've never yeah. been honored in Limpopo? Ne- no, 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 okay. no, no. Just oh. talk to her and then he mu- she must uh, honor me. No, we will do that. And then you mentioned yes. then, Dr. Mamabulo, that you, you received your springbok colors. You received... The, a... first, the, first, the first black man in South Africa, 1975, to get springbok color. Now, that was during the height of apartheid, now, 1975. Yes, yes. How yes. did you feel? No, I was uh, feeling very happy because I was the black one mm. to open the, the, the way for all blacks. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that yeah. Blazer also opened the way for you. you Sorry, would, Baba. I'm saying I'm sure that Blazer there, when the cops tried to stop you and say, hey, Vatsuki Ayiso, you would show them your Blazer, ne? Yeah, one, one day one day I was driving to Jonsberg without lessons. And then I, I, I told my children that I'm, today I'm going to wear my, my spring ball color because I haven't got the lessons. If they stopped me, then they will see the spring ball color. Really, we drove. When we passed Rodwan, we get the roadblock there. <laughs> <laughs> then when they stop me, then I just get out of the car facing the white man. Uh, then he saw the, the, the spring ball color and said, Oh, are you a of marble? I said, yes. I said, gentlemen, leave this man to pass. <laughs> hey, at least so they it worked for you. They, did, they didn't search my car. They just mm. leave this man, then... Then I passed. Then my, my children just uh, living in the car. Yeah, that's an incredible story. And then yeah. you spoke about going overseas. It sounds like you've been to so many countries. Were you going overseas as part of Team South Africa? Yeah, I went there 15 times. 15? Were you? 15 was it times. track and field? Was it road running? Was it cross country? No, no, cross country first and uh, uh, track. And you were going with the other white athletes from South Africa yeah, at the time? Yeah, other white, other white people. Did you have to call them bus? Uh, no, no. The first day we, we went to overseas, they, at the airport, they told us that, gentlemen, 
In this meeting, we just want to warn you that you mustn't call Cytus a kafir, a kafir. Then you mustn't talk uh, John a bus. Today we are calling Titus Mawabolo or calling John van Rienen. Finish. Nobody call the other using this, the, the, the other names. When you were overseas now, because obviously it was, yeah, um, it, they were, yeah, it was one embarrassing. Day, one, one day I forget to say, John, I say, oh, was, was. They, they just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what a story. They at, yeah, they laugh at me when I forget to say, John, I say, was. <laughs> mm, because it can't be easy. I mean, you've been calling these people bus for all your life. And now when you're overseas in front of other people, now you must call them by their rightful yeah, names. It can't yeah, be easy. They, eh? they, told, they told us that we mustn't do that. But I forget that. Then I said, bus. They say, oh, they just laugh because I forget. Yeah. <laughs> and then is, is this where you met a gentleman called Ian Stewart? Was it overseas? Ian Stewart. Ian Stewart. I met him in London, uh, in London, England, in London. I believe now Ian Stewart gave you a training program. Is that correct? Yes, yes. He gave me training. It's only the man who gave me training program because I didn't have, have any coach until now. I didn't have. But in Brazil, the other black uh, the coaches, they, they asked me, who is your coach? I said, no, I haven't. They said, no, you lie. You cannot run, you cannot run like this without a coach. I said, I run because Ian Stewart gave me a training program. Mm. Mm. So you didn't have a coach at all? Ah, no, 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 no. And then at, at which stage, I also read uh, a while ago that you were training a, a, a runner from Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Just, actually, when I was in uh, West Germany, uh, the town called Bonn. Then I, I, I met the other gentleman, uh, the, the athlete from uh, Brazil. Mm. He was the record holder. Uh, of five uh, five thousand in Brazil, so the man, his manager said, "Titus, just come and help me here." He, this man, if you can play, you can coach him. Maybe you can improve his record in Brazil. Just coach him. Mm. I said, "No, the problem is going to be the language." He said, "No, I'll help you." Then really he helped me. I coached that chap. Then uh, when we ran the five thousand meters, he came second to me, and then he break the new. Brazilian record. That's why I get that invitation to Brazil. So you trained him and then he broke a Brazilian record? Yes, yes, yes. That is, that is amazing. Okay, we've got somebody on the line. I'm not sure who this is. it Matiba? Oh, Matiba, good evening. Hey, good evening. How are you, Tabito? Fine, thanks and you, sir. All right, thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to say hello to Kuluwe. Hello, Kuluwe. <laughs> Hello, Baba. How are you? <laughs> All right. Uh, how, how are you? I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I remember. It's Mother Fontaine. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things that I remember about him is that sometimes we wait for a bus from uh, Mother Fontaine to, uh, to, to turn in Johannesburg. Yeah, I know um, very well. I still yeah, remember Mr. Mamabolo, yeah. Mr. Mamabolo will say to us, when was the last time that the bus was here and we said 15 minutes ago <laughs> and he yes, said to yes, us okay guys run. you'll find me in johannesburg he will yes, wait for I another one the, i ran with the bus from tembisa to uh, i mean from uh, alexander to tembisa i parked up the bus on the hill there <laughs> yeah yeah so good to hear your voice and i think you're still well and good so i'm not sure if you're uh, still sure, doing sure. thank you very much thank you very much baba Okay, bye-bye. He says he's still bye-bye. running. He's still running, Matiba. Oh, is yeah. he still running? He does 10 yeah, Ks in an running. hour. I'm still running. Wow, okay. I'm still Great. running. 
Okay, uh, good to hear from you. Nice to hear you. You're doing good. Uh, thank you very much, Papa. Okay, bye. Thanks, Matiba. He's doing more than thank good. You. The man runs 10 kilometers in an hour at the age of 80. I wonder mm. how Richard Mayer feels about this. We've spoken to Richard and uh, I've told you about his book, The Three Men Named Matthews. So there yeah, is so much Matthews. information. Three There's so Matthews, much gold in yes. that book. Richard, welcome yes. back on our show on SAFM. Thanks for taking our call again tonight. Yes, uh, to be so it's a great pleasure to be here and in particular to speak to my uh, old friend and revered senior colleague, uh, Titus Mamabola. It's, it's such a wonderful man, as you've heard in your interview, and what a historic figure in our country. And, you know, for a man who, who had some hard times, you know, had, yeah. I don't know if you've gone through it, but he had a really controversial race to win his first South African title. It was the non-racial, first non-racial. Mm. They called it the South African Combined Championships in 1974. And uh, Ewald Bonzet tried to block him and prevent him from winning. And it was a controversial race, but Titus... He, he's not an aggressive guy, but he stands his ground, and he, he just tapped uh, Bonzet on the shoulder and said, let me through, kicked away, and, and won his title. There was controversy, but no one could blame Titus. <laughs> I think I think Ewald, uh, wasn't wasn't playing uh, a true sportsman. But, you know, for a man who had a hard time, um, you know, had, had to go on these tours, we didn't have official Springbok colors because the, the, the sport was uh, under apartheid, so mm. he couldn't get the Springbok blazer, and he got it later. But... No bitterness, um, a, a big-minded man with great personality and charisma who was the pride of African people across the country in those days when Mandela and Sabuka and others were in jail. So a source of great black pride. I still speak to people from the Polokwane area, and if they're over 50, everyone remembers Titus <laughs> because he's such a, a, a prominent figure. And I actually went back to that chapter in your book today before the interview just to go back to that race. I mean, the way it's documented there, it's like it, it takes us to that day where um, Bonzet was getting in front of him, slowing down, and then eventually Titus Mamorola got the better of him. Well, he told us today that he pushed him, actually. It wasn't even a nudge, but he pushed him. And I also see that um, Richard, he inspired a lot of the other runners that we know now, uh, the Matthews Batswadi, the, um, the, the Sydney Marias, and all these guys. Correct. I mean, he, I, I say in the book that he's the grandfather of South African athletics. He is the real uh, progenitor, the, the, the first the first man who broke great barriers because there were other top athletes, um, Benoni Malaka and Humphrey Causey, but I think Titus came to the fore when, uh, because yeah. the South African athletics um, community wanted to get back into international competition, they were forced to ensure that black uh, athletes could participate and Titus came to the fore, and um, you know he had a very good relationship with with his colleagues. I know I know that him and old John Penrinen used to joke and have a very mm. good time, and John used to write uh, uh, to 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 print um, cartoons of him, and they'd have a very good relationship because he was such a big-hearted guy. So I, I just I just feel I think we must celebrate Titus in many ways. Not only was a great athlete as a young man mm. and a pathbreaker, but I don't know if you've mentioned he. It's coming up next month, Titus. Um, your two uh, 1929 yes. world record for the over 50. Yes, 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 yes. You know, historic. Uh, people yeah, are already run. contacting yeah, me two, about that. Yeah, two hours. Uh, he says it's 2.19.28, Richard. That is. That is. Do you think it will be broken anytime soon, Richard? 
Uh, unfortunately, I, I'm an old-fashioned purist, so it's a bit like the change in racket technology when you said old wooden rackets that Borg and McEnroe played with. Now we've also got these new shoes. So I think I think someone who is as good as Titus in, in those new shoes might be able to break it. But it's still going to be tough because it was a hell of a race. I must just share something with you. When I was a young man competing as Titus, I was a very good athlete, but Titus still used to get the better of me when I was 24 and he was 50. And I used to joke with him and say, Titus, I can't handle being beaten by a 50-year-old, but as long as he's the best in the world, I can handle it. And what can you tell us about his farewell race in 1978? Well, if I remember correctly, that was, if, was it in Belcom, Titus? Yes. When, 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 because he was such a hero, I think 20,000 people packed the stadium to see him race. Ooh. Did you race against, uh, was it Matthews Botswadi? Ooh. 20,000 people. Okay, let's hear from Data Mamabulo. Data Mamabulo, yes. 20,000 people in your farewell race in Welcome. Yes, in Welcome. Black and white? No, no, it was only a, a black, white, black, black runner, black athlete. Oh, and how did that make you feel? No, actually, I, 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 I ran very well. I came first because it was my farewell. Because from there, I stopped running. So mm. until 10 years, then 2084, I came back as a veteran. Then I ran all race. <laughs> sure, but that must have been one hell of a farewell. 20,000 people packing. Um, Richard, just before we let you go, somebody's asking, how do you describe his running style? Because we didn't see him run. Uh I, I normally saw him from the back, but I, I would say I would say you know he was um, strong, but but very efficient. He wasn't he wasn't uh, ungainly un- like Lopenfold, and he mm. wasn't quite as smooth as as Tamani, but very efficient. I, I'd say a bit like Ramala, just a powerful, efficient style. And um, you know what what uh, I could just say it now. I think this man is deserving of a presidential sports award before. It's too late and we don't have an opportunity to honor him appropriately. I mean, he's made such a fantastic contribution to our sport. Yes, and I'm surprised that he hasn't even been honoured in his own province of Limpopo there. Uh, we're certainly going to spread the word and make sure that he gets honoured. And then in 1976, how did you know it was the right time to retire? No, actually I was so tired because I told you that I went overseas 15 times, coming, going to run cross-country and coming back and then going back to run cross-track uh, and then coming back. Just like that, and I told the people that I was so tired I had to, to retire. Then I retired. Then 10 years back, then I, I, I came back to run the marathon. I was 45 years old when I came back to run the marathon wow. as a veteran. And with everything that you've achieved... I haven't heard you talk about comrades or people talk to you about comrades. Did you run comrades? Ah, no, no. Not your thing? No, no. Because my my manager, Freni, told me that you won't run marathon because you are very fast. So, I mean, comrades need slow runner and then just like that. So you are very fast. You cannot run comrades. So mm. that's why I didn't run comrades. Oh, okay, no, yes. that's fine. And uh, there's somebody that is enjoying our interview here. Uh, King David says, great interview member with uh, Kulube is an inspiration. I wonder <laughs> if he's ever received any presidential recognition. It deserves to have his name preserved for generations to come. We're going to spread the word. Kulube. Kulube. Yeah. yeah. We're going to spread the word. You must get recognized here. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Starting by the Limpopo MEC there. She must stick to her word and then we'll go to the presidency, the sports ministry. I know Miki Mudisano, Walter Mukwena is listening to us. They must at least give you some recognition, right? 
We will take that fight for you. Okay, I think Kulube is gone. We're going to have to leave it there, Kulube, but thank you for speaking to us. We just wanted to tell your story. Thank you very much, Papa. Thank you very much. Thank uh, you, talk to Talk to MC of Sports in Limpopo to yeah. award me, please. Yes, they must award you then, give you a big fat check also on top of that. Eh? Must, must also give people something when you award them, folks. Times are hard, eh? but we're going to do that. We're going to follow that up. Okay, we're going to have to leave it there. We couldn't cancel this interview. There was no way, even though Kaza Chiefs are fired, given hand today. We try to do the most we can. Uh, the club is not speaking at the moment. When the club is speaking, they're still uh, um, finalizing this matter. So when they are done, and then we will um, we will speak to the club maybe next week. Somebody says, I didn't get the same name of Richard. Richard Mayer, M-A-Y-E-R. Get his book, Three, Na- Three Men Named Matthews. Please get that book, guys. There's so much rich information that helps us a lot. Also, those of us who were not there during the 70s and the 80s and all those days um, that they talk about. But we have to go now. It is time for news. It is, um, is Mutupi there? Is it Stephen? Is, is it? No, it's not Stephen, man. It's Greg. Oh, sorry, Greg.